One of the coolest things about this community that we have all landed in is how we can network with each other. And today, I want to reintroduce you to Daniel. He was on for our Father's Day episode. You might remember him talking about his son who has Minky Syndrome, and Daniel has gone on to to do really amazing things for our community. He has his own channel. He does documentaries. He works with Global Genes. Like he's doing really good things for our community. So thank you, Daniel. But also thanks for becoming my friend where I feel like I should chime in with the Golden Girls theme song, but I will press on without that. Anyway, Daniel's back today. He is catching up with me because he has something exciting to share that may or may not include me being able to use my dark humor for good which would be like a very big highlight of 2023 just saying just saying hi i'm susan and this is when autumn comes look sometimes life just looks a little different than we thought it would this is a podcast for mamas and the people who love them, whose lives were flipped upside down as a doctor looked into her eyes and explained our child's prognosis. Or for the caregivers who get very little sleep as they face symptoms and behaviors that just aren't typical for other children. This is a place where we can take on this journey together because we know that this can be a sad, lonely, misunderstood path. But we also know that as the darker days and colder temperatures begin to appear, so do the golden leaves and beautiful sunsets of autumn. We know that life comes in seasons. We know that in our world, 24 hours can hold so much change that it can feel like four seasons in one day. We are here to help you share your story, let you laugh, let you cry, help you learn and help you grow together with other mothers when autumn comes. What Autumn Comes podcast is a program of the Apricity Hope Project, a nonprofit organization created to empower, encourage, and restore caregivers of medically complex and special needs children. You can learn more about our project at apricityhope.org. Welcome back, Daniel. Welcome back to When Autumn Comes. I'm so glad to be back. It feels like it's been a while. It has been. It was Father's Day of there we go. 20. 22. We have to check yeah. in on all the holidays. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> we'll just do holiday check-ins. It's so nice to have a dad caregiver on the show because we do we do moms all the time. So Daniel and I basically have some really cool updates for all of our audiences. And um, mine, I can just start rambling a little bit. But now When Autumn Comes is a program of the Apricity Hope Project. And so we care for caregivers and that's not just mamas anymore um, we care for all caregivers so i'm excited that you're here yeah and i'll tee you up nicely i think because last uh, few days ago i was awake at four in the morning and was looking for a podcast and pulled up yours appropriate at four in the morning of course i was gonna say very fitting for 4 a.m yeah. and i noticed you had changed the social tile and the logo and new colors and then it's apricity can you tell me what the word apricity means apricity means the feeling of warmth the feeling of the sun in the winter you know it took me on this podcast we say all the time together at the same time without blending the two and i was looking for a word that was encompassing that feeling and I could not find it anywhere and I I mean I love words I write so like to find the perfect name or the perfect word was my first mission and 
apricity, feeling warmth in the winter. Um, I kind of thought about all of our caregivers who are on dark and cold chapters or seasons of their journeys. And, you know, this is when autumn comes. So if I could tie in another season, I was I was pretty giddy over that one. I love so, electricity. Now that I know what it means, I love it. Yeah. So we, we want to provide caregivers with warmth and comfort and light and hope in the dark seasons. Um, isn't that cool? It's, I love that word. <laughs> oh, perfect. Who knew? I also go- love from the marketing perspective because everybody's like, what does that word mean? And then once you explain it, they're like, huh. I get it now. Yeah. And I think that is such a key point in our world is to invite further conversation. Like people don't know, but before you started recording this, you asked, um, how am I? And I gave the pat response of fine. You said, no, how are you really? And that's just enough of a difference of a question that we know how we Mm -hmm. should talk, you know? And apricity is going to open up all those conversations too. Well done. I hope so. I hope so. And I think I... I appreciate you because, you know, when we talk, it's like, okay, no, like the average person would be like, so how are you doing? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, but when you're talking to somebody who is in this world, this world of medical parenthood, this world of grief, this world of rare disease, like, I just feel like there's got to be like a handshake or something we can do. That, <laughs> And my version of that handshake is to say, no, really. How are you? So what's going on with you? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so we over at the Disorder Channel have a new thing happening, which I think is hopefully filling a need and going to appeal to some people. We call It's a show called Pain Points, and it's supposed to be a comedy. I think mm-hmm. hopefully people find it funny. So, you know, if, if you believe... Um, Laughter is like the spoonful of sugar that can help some tough medicine go down, you know, and that um, we, I start each episode with a two to four minute rant on here's a thing that affects us because we have rare and people might not appreciate or understand or um, even be aware of. And then a guest comes in in the second half and takes that same topic, but they do their own personal rant on it. And we want those rants to not just be diatribes and laundry list of complaints, but find where's the humor in this? What, what can we laugh at? And that's both to be a outlet for us and, you know, mm-hmm. let's put some perspective of comedy around this. But also, if you're going to share it with a friend who maybe hasn't been super sympathetic or has shut down the conversation previously, maybe this is the wedge that gets you in the door of conversation. Like, Hey, could you just watch this silly comedy thing that happens to tell you all the pain I go through all the time? Well, and like what we're doing is hard and heavy. So I think a lot of times people are afraid to ask me about all of it because I'm, you know, like they don't want to upset me, but in reality I am fine to rant. I saw one, um, one that you posted recently about the um, the accessibility for the handicapped parking spots. Like, seriously, y'all. Seriously. Exactly. Yeah, Billy Short was great on that one. Um, and, you know, I think you're right. It can also open the conversation to others with the sort of safety net of, 
I'm willing to laugh about this. I know when mm-hmm. it's ridiculous and when it's maybe too much complaining or, you know, you don't have to walk on eggshells, but we can still talk about it. Yeah. And it also gives us an outlet to crack jokes about. <laughs> I mean, anybody who's dark and sarcastic like me, it it's not... I crack jokes all the time and people look at me like, oh my gosh, did she just say that? I, um... I was on a call with a mom who she does not have a disabled kid. Um, She has a typical baby and she's struggling with postpartum depression and anxiety. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm here to tell you that, that I had postpartum depression, anxiety, and it is heavy and it is hard. And I mean, things worked out for me. Look, I have one dead kid and one dying kid. And she was like, uh, and I was like, I mean, wrong audience, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's that too, that there, we have our gallows humor that maybe is only appropriate for the people that <laughs> are in the same horrible situation we are. But um, we're going to try to walk the line there. And I just know, feel like it makes us human, though. Like, we are all going through crap. And it makes us human if we can laugh at some of these things. Yeah. And I think, you know, couching it in humor can can open up some other avenues, too. You know, even though a lot of us that are vocal about our rare disease experience try to be very open and very honest, there might still be some areas that are a little bit private. And sometimes money is one of those, right? So we do one episode coming up um, on when insurance unreasonably denies your claims, right? And my example was, I've had many examples, but the one I said was just a $500 expense. And for some people, when you get specific like that, for some people, 500 can be overwhelming. And for other people, it's Mm -hmm. just an inconvenience. And then the next guy gets on and he talks about his $100,000 expense. So I'm like, whoa. But, you know, just that, um, that extra hesitancy we might have on certain topics gets broken Mm -hmm. down a little bit when we're trying to be funny about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, and I think we, we can all relate in some way, shape, or form, especially with insurance issues. Do you know that I just got Benji's denial for a a tomato chair, and they did, um, what is it like peer doctor review about why it it should be approved or denied? And they wrote, "What you've already has this got kid a chair using." Well, no, they wrote, what has he been using prior to this? He's three and a half years old, and how has he not been sitting before? First of all, it's a progressive disease. Second of all, he's been using his dead sister's chair. So, like, come at me. <laughs> like, I was I was so upset. And um, my husband's like, you got you to gotta just call him up. And I'm like, no, like, don't assume anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean... It it's almost like there should be. I mean, we're just asking for more humanity in the process, but it's almost like there should be an additional training for all these people that evaluate these claims. Like, mm-hmm. this world is different. These needs are not so optional. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just for people who don't remember you, um, can you tell us who you are? We probably should have done that first. <laughs> Good point. Um, I'm Daniel DeFabio. I had a son, Lucas, who had Menke syndrome, and telling his story um, first in blogs and then in film sort of led me into an 
whole different career. I now work at Global Genes, but uh, along the way, I created Disorder the Rare Disease Film Festival, and then that led to creating a TV channel for rare disease stories called the Disorder Channel. And we feature hundreds, just over 200 right now, um, of people's stories of their experience with rare disease, almost always patient stories and a lot of them documentaries, but we're working on getting more content that is something other than documentary. So we have some talk mm-hmm. shows. We have, if you know the podcast, Effie Parks does Once Upon a Gene. We have the mm-hmm. TV version of that. We have a show that's done almost like an Ellen talk show style on the couch that's produced in Houston, Texas, called Hatching for Health. And uh, we have a couple of things that might be animated or puppets. So there are exceptions to the documentary format. I think that surprises people to learn. And now we're just adding this new show called Pain Points, which is meant to be sort of like a late night comedy, as if yeah. um, John Oliver or Sam B or Trevor Noah would do the news and pop culture events. We do rare disease concerns. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, and how does one go about getting on that where I can share my dark humor? You're in, you're, you're in. Um, do we yeah. have to pass a funny test or something? Like how does this people work? do people do have to pass a funny test. So it's very odd to, I can't directly ask any advocate that I think might be good for the show. Like, but are you funny? Cause everybody says they're funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what I have to ask instead is, have you been funny on video? And can I see that video? Right mm. now I can get like, are you comfortable on camera? You know, mm-hmm. and it, it's not super hard if, if you've got it in you, you know, to yeah. to to be a good video presenter of any kind. And we do script the stuff in advance. So we have some idea that it hopefully is funny before anybody actually records. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's got to be that basic comfort level with, you know, podcast hosts are probably good at it. They're talking all the time. Yeah, but I'd have to brush my hair. Yeah. Um, and also you, you don't have much hair to brush, no offense. No, but that's right. I'm I'm safe on that count. Although I did discover that I get too much glare in my glasses, so I think I'm gonna start mm. shooting without glasses on. Um so that way you can't see what you're doing. I know, I know. <laughs> um I also discovered that as is appropriate in our space, right? Like you're you may be an exception because you're a wise guy, but um so many of the podcast hosts are very calm and earnest and reassuring voices, which there's definitely a need for. And I understand mm-hmm. why that is, but that's almost the opposite end of where we want to yeah. go with a show like yeah. pain points. We want to, we want to rant a bit. We want to rail against the system a little. Why, what mm-hmm. makes us angry? What do we need people to know? And we say in there, we're not complaining. We're just explaining and we emphasize, you know, there's plenty of good stuff in our lives too, but we don't need to fix the good stuff. We just need to fix yeah. the bad stuff. Yeah. That's such a great point. So you're like the, the 11 PM to 1 AM version. And then we offer the 4 AM content for the, the caregivers who can't sleep. And then, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll just cover all the bases. Pretty soon we'll be a 24 hour <laughs> content delivery system. Yep. <laughs> So yeah. where where can people if I'm I'm gonna post this within our groups and stuff? Um, circle back one more time, and where can they find you or this so new show? The Disorder Channel is free if you have a Roku or Fire TV device, and you would just search channels there as if you were going to add Hulu or Netflix or HBO. You in the search you'd enter the Disorder Channel, 
and up it pops and you install it for free. And then on that channel, you can um, watch anything we offer, but you look for pain points there. Sounds good. And if you have, and this is more or less just me asking, but if you have any like cards or anything that I can stick in caregiver packages. So a Pricity Hope project, we are doing, we have a bunch of different programs, but one of them is our caregiver packages, which I, it's a play on care packages, caregiver packages. We just did our first drop and we sent it to locally. We did 29 families and then we did another 20 or 30 that are not local. And so if you have anything that I could stick in, we're doing another drop. Um, applications open up mid-January for the Valentine caregiver package. And I could include something in there so that people can hop over and find you. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll send you some. Thanks. And if you have any caregivers who deserve or want caregiver packages, um, you let me know because okay. we're super excited. Um, it's We're so new. It's so nice to see things actually starting to happen. So, yeah. That's great. Here's to a happy holiday season. And um, we're going to do some great things between your projects and my projects in 2020. How the heck are we in 2023? Like, I know. I know. How are we here? I don't know about you, but I'm still stuck in 2021. Like, <laughs> like when life turned upside down, I'm yeah. still stuck in, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're timing the launch of pain points to match with Festivus. December 23rd is Festivus, which celebrates the airing of grievances. So good timing for us to launch our pain points show, I think. Perfect. And that, then, is, that is, you know, I like plays on words and things. So that works yeah. really well. Yeah. And then our, so two episodes will be up by then are up now. And just prior to New Year's Eve, we'll have one about um, how rare parents can't get a date night and can't get a babysitter to get a date night. So if you're mm -hmm. making your New Year's plans, that'll be fresh in your mind. The, or the fact mm -hmm. that you're not having any New Year's plans. Yeah. The yeah. fact that you're sitting at home watching pain points for New Year's. That's right. Maybe we'll <laughs> drop a ball or something. <laughs> yeah. No, you should have like a light up thing, like ball up all the Christmas lights that are left over and just let it fall. <laughs> Thanks That'd for being be here. Yeah. Good to catch up with you. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it. Thank you, Daniel, for being here. And I'm going to put everything in the show notes for the Disorder Channel, for his Pain Points show, and how to connect with Daniel because he's a pretty cool guy. So go be friends with him. Additionally, like I mentioned in this episode, I've had a lot of questions this past week about, Suze, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> um, what the heck am I doing? I, I, I don't know, guys, really, if I'm going to be completely honest. I have no idea. I am doing all of this just like I do medical parenthood, faking it till I make it, maybe? I don't know. So because I've gotten so many questions in the last week, let me quickly explain. I realized that I never took the opportunity on this podcast to explain the changes. I just kind of threw it at you guys and I didn't throw it very quickly because I'm drowning in all of my my paperwork and the podcast, unfortunately, got pushed to the back burner a little bit. So quickly, When Autumn Comes is now a program of my nonprofit, the Apricity Hope Project, which I briefly touched on in this episode. 
The Apricity Hope Project is a 501c3 nonprofit. We are based in Virginia because y'all know that's where I live. And we have the goal, the mission, the hope to care for caregivers. Throughout this journey, I realized that there was just so much for our kids, which is wonderful and amazing. But I think we can all agree that there's not a lot of support for the medical mamas, the caregivers, the dadas that are, we call them dada in our house, the fathers. Uh, you know, there's just not a lot of support. So the Apricity Hope Project is going to try to be there and support caregivers however we can. And that is through this podcast, that is through caregiver packages, and that is through a program that we're calling Take Five to encourage fellow caregivers to take five minutes to breathe, whether that is through a caregiver getaway or a dinner out with your partner. We're going to love on caregivers as much as we can because this is hard. This is a really hard journey that we all ended up on. And I don't know why or how, but I'm here and I have felt called to kind of help as many people along the way, I guess. So that's what the Apricity Hope Project is. And when autumn comes is going to continue hopefully more frequently in 2023 than I did towards the end of 2022 because starting a nonprofit is so much work. So now I'm I'm hoping that all of the the plates are spinning in the right direction and that I can juggle as much as I can. I'm so grateful that you have trusted me for the last two years. Diane and I started this in 2020. I cannot believe we have just wrapped up two years of podcasting. Um, Rumor has it Diane is going to pop in a little bit in 2023. She is so busy with her life and her kids and she's doing well from what I've heard. So I know there were a lot of questions coming at me like, is she okay? What's going on? Um, We are going to be back in 2023. See you in, I'm going to say mid-January. So you got to give me a little grace. Oh, there's my husband calling. Guys, my 30 minutes of alone time has run up, as you can hear. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. I will catch you in 2023. Bye, guys.